Welcome to A Better Way Podcast with your host, Ryan Haley. Learn to excel in business God's way, where the supernatural meets the practical. Experience a better way to succeed and learn from real-life business owners and entrepreneurs who have prospered in unconventional ways. Be inspired by their true stories and realize that prayer can become your practical source of provision when you embrace walking by faith and not human sight. And now, here's your host, Ryan Haley. Well, hey guys, and welcome to this episode of A Better Way Podcast. As you can probably tell, this is not the voice of Ryan Haley. Instead, we have switched roles today, and uh, I am interviewing Ryan Haley. And if you guys recognize this voice, it is Nathaniel Spears, who also did the bumper on the beginning and the ending and helped me set up a website and a podcast, which was a whole amazing story we're going to go into. So thank you, Nathaniel, not only for setting this up, being the bumper voice, but then now being my interviewer. Yes, it's amazing how uh, roles can switch like that. That's uh, pretty neat. But I'm really excited to get people to hear your story because um, every single week you in- you're, you're interviewing people with incredible stories, but you've got an amazing story yourself. So I want to just get started and let uh, people hear everything that God's doing in your life, specifically in this area of real estate. And I know you have several incredible stories. So go ahead and just tell the people about some of your incredible stories. So the first real estate story that I'll talk about was an amazing listing that I got, ironically, from taking a two-week vacation. And I know that sounds crazy, but as Listeners probably know by this point, a huge theme that I hit on is rest and grace and God's ability to provide not out of our own human effort and striving. So the situation was I had just made my first sale. I was representing buyers when I was a realtor and I was really trying to build my business at this point and I was trying to fill my pipeline, you know, self-sourcing all my leads. So that's a pretty, anybody who's been in sales, been in starting a new business realizes that's a pretty tall order when you're brand new to the industry, you don't have a whole lot of contacts. So working exclusively by referral as I did, it was all about creating relationships and really getting out there and making those connections. So I was at a point where I was really trying to hustle and get these things to happen. But my mom called me and she told me that my sister was in South America, which I knew, and she was about to come back to the United States, but she was a little discouraged at the time, and she was just finishing up her nine-month vacation or her journey down there in South America, and she was going to be going to Machu Picchu in Peru. So my mom suggested that I consider the idea of going down there, just having a fun time on vacation, encouraging her, and I was totally opposed at the time because I was just like, no, there's no way. I've got to build my business. I've got to do these things. And she said, I know, I get that, but the, the reality is you're going to get busy eventually, and this is the perfect time for you to do something like this, and you have the freedom and flexibility to be able to do it. So I was like, okay, I'll, I just left the door cracked just a little bit for the Holy Spirit. And I was in my natural mind, I was totally opposed to it, but just leaving the door cracked a little bit. And uh, sure enough, I just gave him enough permission to say, Holy Spirit, if you're going to, if you want this to happen, just let me know. You'll have to make it really obvious. I'm you know, it's last second, so the flight's going to have to be cheap. I'm going to have to get a bunch of gear and all these different logistics have to work out. So uh, sure enough, I found an amazingly cheap flight the next day. Mm-hmm. The family I lived with had a really nice home. They were friends of mine, 
And the wife specifically really encouraged me to take this trip because she saw my energy and my tendency to be, you know, striving and performing and, you know, getting really high strung. And she said, I really think you should do this. Now, I think like, I think I know where this is going. But um, one thing that is always interesting to me is how a lot of times our greatest opportunities can come out of what we think is probably something that we would never do in the natural, in the flesh. You know what I mean? I, I mean, I can look back over my life and see several instances of that where it's like, man, I, 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 I fear this the most or I don't want to do this or this is really not up my alley. But then God goes ahead and uses it like this trip. Absolutely. That was exactly what it was. It made no sense to me. But again, just because I left the door cracked a little tiny bit for Holy Spirit to have the opportunity to change my mind about this, repent, right? That's what the Greek word means, metanoia, change your mind. I just, I said, okay, if, you, if you're going to make this really obvious that it's you, then I'm willing to do it. So sure enough, the flight was cheap. The wife of this family encouraged me to do this trip. And then they also, by the way, had like $1,500 worth of gear that they let me use to go down there and everything just kind of lined up. So I was improbably, uh, and you know, in myself surprised as I boarded that flight and went down there, had a great time, an amazing experience, highly recommend Machu Picchu. It's, I believe one of the official seven wonders of the world. It really is fantastic had a great time with my sister and an amazing experience down there. And when I came back, the, and by the way, the, the reason that I was worried about doing this is because I was worried I was going to miss opportunities in my business. Hmm. I didn't want to forsake this time of, of getting things going and generating leads and all these things. And the irony is when I got back, See, this goes back to that thing of rest. Exactly. Like we are, you know, especially as business people, we get into this whole rut of just constantly going, going, going. And it's that time that we take aside that out of those comes the greatest opportunities, ideas, witty ideas, inventions, all those sort of things. Absolutely. Great ideas, witty inventions, creative solutions, those all come from a place of rest. But in this case, I didn't even, it was literally nothing to do with me. I came back and it's interesting because God, in the Old Testament, he had, a, a, obviously, most people are familiar with the Sabbath day, right? You take Sunday off, you don't do any work. Well, actually, it wasn't Sunday in the Jewish culture, but that's what we've made it. But he also had a really amazing, on every seventh year, they were not allowed to plow the land. Right. They had to let it lie fallow. And that's crazy because how are we going to literally not farm? That's how they made their, it'd be like us not working for an entire year. And God's saying, I'm going to provide for you, but you, you need to take this rest. And even and when they didn't do that rest, eventually that rest was forced upon them. The land was lie fallow when they got exported or uh, forcibly exiled to Babylonian captivity. Sure enough, the time that they came back was exactly the same time period that they hadn't let the land lie fallow. So there's something, and yeah. obviously we're not under the old covenant, but there is something about that Sabbath rest that actually works for us. So good. So, so good. true. In this case, I was starting to just be convicted by the Holy Spirit and not that he's going to curse me and I'm going to, you know, fall into disaster and slavery if I don't do this. But the irony was when I got back, the wife looked at me and she said, you look different. Something in your eyes looks different. Your energy is different. This is, this is amazing. You need to do this like quarterly. And then out of nowhere, she says, you know what? When we sell this house, and I don't think know when that's going to be, it's probably going to be in several years, but whenever we sell this house, you're our guy. You're going to be our listing agent. Hmm. 
And that was amazing because this house was in a really upscale neighborhood. It was, you know, an eight or $900,000 house. They had used a 30 year veteran agent to help buy the house and they were going to use her as the listing agent. And this was like a major producer in the area. I was a nobody. And they just, she just decided right there on the spot, when we sell this house, you're going to be our guy. And so the irony was I thought it was going to hurt my ability to generate leads and business. And by coming back from simply taking a two week vacation, a lead, an amazing lead just falls in my lap. Yeah. Probably one of your biggest to date, if not the, it was actually the biggest ever. And the, the amazing story on that was after a couple months, they, for whatever reason, the husband and the wife decided that they needed, they had a sense of urgency in their spirit that they needed to sell this house. And so what I thought was going to be maybe two or three years down the line, who knows if that was going to happen. All of a sudden it's like, we're, we're going to sell this house. We need to get going now. And so now here it is this amazing listing. And so basically, by the way, this house was, this is kind of interesting. how God works things out. This house was a blessing already. Cause I was staying there for cheap rent. You know, I was just getting out of the military. I was downsizing my life, you know, living, um, just off of real estate income. So this was already a blessing. And then the, the amazing thing is this be created even more opportunity and blessing because I got to work with my good friends. I got to see and be part of that entire transaction to help them with a lot of things around the house that they really needed. And long story short, I put the house on the market and within six days we were under a contract for $825,000. Wow. That's crazy. I mean, considering the the value of that home and the average time that a home like that would sit on the market. Yeah. I mean, uh, to be honest, this was a pretty competitive seller's market at that time, but still for a a veteran or a, a brand new real estate agent who's only done one deal and has never had a listing before to have a house like that go under contract in six days. Not only that, to the perfect family. We were praying. It was a, these clients of mine were also believers, so we were praying together, and it was really important to them that this go to the right family. Yeah. And so uh, I actually met them at an open house over the weekend that I held, and it just seemed right off the bat when I met them like they were exactly the kind of couple we've been praying for, and they had the same sense too. They were believers as well. So it's just it was just not only from a financial standpoint, but just from the fit and everything we were praying about just lined up and. And that was by far my biggest commission ever. I think a lot of people who are listening to this might have something in the back of their mind talking to them saying, yeah, that's all just a coincidence though. I mean, you've got the vacation and then you've got, oh, just happens. But I, I really don't think that was. I think that because of that step that you took to get out and stop toiling and stop working, take the vacation, come back, that God is honoring that. Like you said, it's that Sabbath rest. But also on top of it, I mean, it's just allowing the Holy Spirit room to work. Absolutely. And it, I think it's just that willingness. You know, Jesus says in John six twenty nine, as probably a lot of you have heard on the podcast, I, I, quote this, I quote this a lot. Jesus answered and said to them, the work of God is this, to believe in the one whom he sent. And to me, that means believing in the finished work of Jesus. And that is uh, a huge revelation I got around this same season. And it, it takes faith though. Sometimes for me, it takes a lot more faith to go on vacation when I feel like I should be working than it does to continue to grind it out. But when you give God just that little bit of, you know, the cracked door that he can do something with, he, it's amazing what he says. And, and Jesus also says in Matthew eleven twenty eight through 30, that he doesn't give us a heavy yoke or an oppressive burden. He gives us an easy yoke and a light burden. And he talks about in the message to uh, be able to tap into the unforced rhythms of grace. 
Yeah. And that yeah. is just so amazing, that productive rest. There was too much stacked against you. There was that, you know, they had that contact with the, of the 30-year veteran agent and all of that. I mean, the odds were definitely not in your favor for this transaction. Um, but a six-day turnaround and a nice commission, that's your reward. Yeah, no, and I mean, uh, again, not that it's uh, about money and that's what it's all about, but I always say that, this is where the supernatural meets the practical. And so by taking that two week vacation that I thought was going to hurt my business, I ended up getting a $25,000 commission check. That was my biggest paycheck of all time by taking the most awkward, improbable vacation. I just love how everything in God's economy is totally opposite of the world's economy. I mean, out of a vacation comes this incredible increase. Um, yeah, that's totally opposite from what the average person would think. Oh, I got to keep working. I got to keep toiling for this. It is. And it just blows me away every, I mean, there's so many instances in my life, which we'll talk about where by doing something that made absolutely no sense to me at the time whatsoever. And it seemed like the opposite of what would be godly, you know, what would be responsible. And it seems foolish, lazy, and just crazy sometimes to, to do these things that God's saying to do. But I think he also knows like where we're at. He knows for me, I'm a very, you know, high strung kind of anxious performance, you know, driven person. And so for me, the, the tendency is to go that direction. Holy spirit needs to kind of rein me in and pull me back into rest. It may be opposite for other people who are really comfortable resting. And maybe sometimes they need a little bit more of a, a kick in the, the rear to get going and to step into something. But I, I definitely think that especially for, uh, really stressed out business owners when, you know, anyone who's had to supposedly, or, uh, as we say, eat what they kill and generate their own income. It's, it's a very different feel than the steady, you know, every two week paycheck or whatever, because you, you know, it's kind of, it, it, you're walking by faith just as being an entrepreneur, being a realtor, being an entrepreneur, whatever it is, business person, there's, there's a, an element of uncertainty that most people with a steady, you know, typical W-2 job don't have. So it, it really forces you to walk by faith, but then it's another level when you're doing it God's way versus the world's. It's, it's literally um, that whole idea of Jesus uh, preaching on the Sermon of the Mount about what, what, what are you going to do as far as putting thought towards your life? What, what mm-hmm. are you going to eat? What are you going to drink? What are you going to store up for yourself? And and people toil in, into that and they say, well, uh, even if I have my own business, I've got to sit there and really work it to make sure I can eat and have got clothes on my back and all that. But God is saying that he's already taken care of all that. He's already met all those needs. And now the thing that you have to do is just tap into, like you said, those unforced rhythms of grace and find those things that God will use for your benefit and 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 not just meet your needs, but exceed your needs and yeah. take care of your wants at the same time. Absolutely. And I'm, it's funny you use that word toil because I was just looking up this verse in Proverbs 10.22. In the Amplified Version, it says, the blessing of the Lord, it makes truly rich, and he adds no sorrow with it, neither does toiling increase it. And I think that's such a counterintuitive concept to the typical business person who just, it's all, now I'm, trust me, I'm not saying that there's not hard work, there's not intentionality, but it's productive, godly hard work, not unproductive toil and stress. That is not the kind of work. And I sometimes I'm saying this in my book, which will hopefully be out in the next three months or so. Uh, I kind of get people's attention by a pretty provocative statement. I say, I believe hard work is ungodly. Mm. I'm just going to let that sit there. And Mm. of course, most people's, you know, jaws drop or their eyes roll back or they're, you know, ready to label me a heretic. And, uh, trust me, I, I, I've cut my teeth in my professional career as a military officer. I sourced all my own leads in real estate. I'm, I'm no stranger to hard work and intentionality, but there's a difference between godly 
productive work and ungodly fleshly toil that's mm-hmm. all coming from our own resources. Mm-hmm. And in this case, I saw, and, and trust me, that listing was a lot of work. There was a lot that had to be done. I was living in the house. That's a very different dynamic when you're not only listing them and you know dealing with clients and typical realtor transactions, but I'm also living in the house and we're doing a lot of stuff to get this ready. So there's a lot of dynamics going on. It wasn't always easy, but I find that whenever I renew my mind to the truth of God's rest, it's unbelievable what he brings out of that. Yeah. I mean, working hard is one thing uh, in the world system and and, and just having that as your sole aim and your sole goal is just, I'm going to work for X, Y, and Z versus according to the word, our labor is to enter into his rest. And so our hard work is going to mean getting on God's page and doing it God's way. And that's our hard work. That's our hard label, not laboring for provision. Instead, it's laboring to enter into that rest. It's laboring to enter into God's way of doing and being right. The Bible talks about the kingdom of God, that we're to enter into the kingdom, seek his kingdom first. And and that word kingdom there means his way of doing and being right. right. So if we can seek that first, then all the rest is going to be added unto us instead of sitting there and and working on all the other things that we think is being productive in our day. Absolutely. And I've even interviewed people on the show before where they had a you know hundred things on their to-do list. They're, you know, type A driven people just like me and you. And, you know, they had their responsible list of all the things they had to do. And God just kind of blew that out of the water and said, Nope, I want you to just throw that out the out the window today. Not every day, but this particular day, and just go to a coffee shop and, and hang out and rest. And sure enough, they happen to meet somebody. And that leads to, you know, a lead or a referral or a client or some kind of amazing deal. And it's the kind of stuff that you can't make up on your own. You know, it says in Isaiah 55, eight through nine, that my ways are not your ways and my thoughts are not your thoughts. As the heavens are higher than the earth, so are my ways above your ways and my thoughts than your thoughts. And so there's things that just don't make any sense to us and we can't see what God's doing, but we can enter in through the mind of Christ under the new covenant and tap into that. But it, it, it is a walk of faith. It doesn't necessarily make sense at the beginning of the journey. So now you're talking about spirit-led living as well. So now we're talking about being able to sense those unforced rhythms of grace, which is the spirit of God talking into your spirit and being able to, uh, uh, yeah, hey, go to the coffee shop at this time or do this or do that. Even if our natural minds don't understand it, that's usually the times where you know it's the Holy Spirit. And you should, if, here's what I think, if, if your natural mind doesn't, uh, connect with it, then you know it's not you. <laughs> right. Then you probably should be listening to it. So a lot of people say, how do I hear God's voice? Well, of course, if it lines up with the word, but also if it's not a thought that you knew you would have come up with. I've had That's plenty right. of those. Yeah. Like, why would you in the middle of the day want to just go to the coffee shop? You know what I mean? It's it's those sort of things that, that God is going to use to bring divine connections, divine appointments, uh, all that sort of thing into your life. Thanks for listening to this episode of A Better Way Podcast with Ryan Haley. For more information and to discover more episodes, visit abetterwaypodcast.com or search us on iTunes, TuneIn, or any of your favorite online audio sites. If you like what you hear, leave us a review on iTunes or send us an email at ryan at abetterwaypodcast.com. Have a suggestion for who we could interview next? Let us know on our website. Finally, A Better Way is listener-sponsored. Help us to further the message of kingdom entrepreneurship by supporting us financially. You can give online on our website, abetterwaypodcast.com. Again, thanks for listening, and we'll see you on the next episode.